Thank you for joining us on our latest Camel Conversation. I'm Evan Budrovich. In these weekly chats, we sit down with important student-athletes on campus and learn what it takes to be a championship-level program here in the Creek. Today's guests were lucky to have Isabel Ekstrom, the junior golfer and Big South Conference champion. Isabel, you flew all the way across the country from Sweden to play here in Bowie's Creek. What brought you out to the United States? I really wanted to play college golf after high school in Sweden. And I mean, I want to turn pro in like, I mean, in the future. And I wasn't ready really to, to turn pro after high school. So I want to give myself some more time. And college golf is probably the best way to do that. So, I mean, you can practice all year round, which you can't really do in Sweden. And it's just a great opportunity to be able to play against the best and be able to develop and grow as a golfer and also as a person. Speaking of Sweden, you have seven golfers between the men's and women's programs from that country. What makes this golf course feel like home to you? I mean, I like that it's, it's, it's a small community, which makes it kind of similar to back home. I mean, Sweden is it's very small compared to the U.S. And I like the atmosphere and that it's kind of small. And I mean, everybody knows everyone. So whenever you come to Key Tales, when you walk across campus, people know who you are. And I mean, I like that feeling, not being just one in a million. You kind of know everyone and you can have conversations, you can talk and such. So it's a little bit more like feeling of back home. So I like that. I know I'm a golfer myself and I have the pleasure of seeing you on the range mm -hmm. almost every day at Keith Hills. What is the biggest thing you focus on to improve your craft day in and day out? I mean, I work on different things. I have my swing coach back home and we have kind of developed a plan of what I need to do to become a better golfer. So it's swing things and it's short game and it's putting. So it's a little bit of everything. Uh, some technical stuff, just getting faster and swinging the golf club. So it's a lot of different things and it also depends on which part of the season you're in. Now we have the opportunity to like been able to change a lot of technical stuff with COVID and not having a lot of tournaments. So now it's a lot of technical stuff. And when as soon as we go into tournaments next semester, hopefully, it's more target practice and stuff like that. So You mentioned not being able to play this fall. How does this team stay competitive during the fall season? Um, I mean, we practice a lot together and we have some team competitions, both in practice and on the golf course. So we're kind of just trying to keep our head in the game and trying to stay competitive as much as we can. I mean, it's hard, of course, and it's also you're playing with your friends. Uh, but our coaches is pretty good at trying to set up competitive situations as much as they can, whether it's on the putting green or on the driving range or out on the golf course. So I think we're in a pretty good place coming into next season. Since you live with so many of your teammates, you spend so much time with them, how do you flip the switch and be a competitor against your own friends? I mean, I think it's a really good scenario like that we have. I mean, I'm really close to a lot of the girls on the team, but whenever I'm on a golf course, I'm playing my own game. So it's easier to focus that way. I'm playing my own ball, I have my own clubs. Everything is just me and everyone plays a different game. So it's kind of easy that whenever you step out on the golf course, you're, you're competing. But like also it's able to, we're able to turn off that switch whenever we go out and play nine after practice or in the afternoon. Uh, but I think, I mean, you're used to playing golf for so many years that when it's competition, you know how to turn the switch on and you also know how to turn it off. So it's good. It when works. you were a freshman, you came on campus and won the Big South title as your first year as a golfer. What did it take to succeed from day one? 
Um, it took me a while to actually get adjusted to everything here. I mean, it was a big process moving from Sweden over to the U.S., learning to speak English more frequently and taking a spot on the team. So it actually took me a while in the, in the fall season to kind of get into it. Uh, I, I knew, I remember that I qualified for the first tournament, but then a hurricane came through, so it got cancelled. And then I missed the second one and was able to compete as an individual in the third one and play pretty well. Uh, and from then I've been always been a part of the team. But then when I came back in the spring, I wasn't in my greatest shape, so I was able to compete as an individual in the first one. And I lost in a playoff. And since then, my spring semester, my freshman year, I played pretty well and came into the Big South and, and won. It was kind of unexpected, but I played pretty well and I was stable throughout the three days of the tournament and I came out standing on top. So it's a really, it's probably one of the best memories of my college career so far. Unfortunately for your career, Isabelle, you suffered a neck injury mm -hmm. last year, you've been battling back to get on the course. What does it take to get fully healthy with that type of injury? I mean, it was tough. I haven't really suffered any injuries during my career. I mean, I had some small set downs, like a week or two, but nothing as major as this one. And I mean, it was tough on me, I must say. I, I went down pretty deep in a hole and uh, it was a tough couple of months there during the fall season, just playing one tournament and then coming back in the spring, not being able to play. And when I was supposed to be able to play again, COVID came. So um, my junior year was kind of just put on pause, I would say. Uh, so it was tough. I have a lot of people to thank for, for where I am today and that I got through it. Like I spent several hours, so many hours with Troyes uh, and also like had my strength and conditioning coach here and back in Sweden and my swing coach and my coaches here. So I have a lot of people to thank for and also my teammates and my roommates that I had during my junior year for <laughs> putting up with me. I wasn't my best, my best version of me, but... <laughs> I mean, I made it through it, and I'm glad to be here today and being able to play again. So we see that competitive nature on the golf course, but mm -hmm. take us into the weight room because I think that's where the competition really picks up. How do you guys get after it in the weight room? I mean, I think everyone in our team kind of likes working out, so it's a really good atmosphere whenever we go in there. Everyone's really trying to push themselves as hard as, as they can. And I usually work out with Anna. We're really good friends and we try to, we do a lot of things together. And I mean, we kind of push each other to help getting stronger. And she also is coming back from an injury right now. She broke her hand and she's getting stronger than ever and trying to really, really hard to fight her way back as well. So we're just trying to help each other and pushing each other. And also the guys, they're really great job lifting heavy weights or being golfers. And I mean, we also have Coach Bell to thank a lot for it so like she's doing a really good job and I believe she she has had a huge impact on our team since she got here so it's it's fun to be in the weight room I like it. I mean I've always loved it but no it's fun I like it so every year you've been here mm -hmm. this team has won a big south title as a team what goes into that process of building a champion from a golf player and also a golf program I mean we have John Crooks of course to thank a lot for like he's doing a great job and he knows, like he's been doing this for so many years, so he knows how to build a golf team. And I mean, it's not only the amount of practice you put in and the hours you spend on the golf course. So it's like, we've always been a pretty close team and we like traveling together. And that I think that has been a huge impact as well, or has had an impact as well on our success in the Big South. Um, and I would say 
it's a mix, just like being close, being able to push it, push, push each other and help each other succeed and develop and also like spending the right amount of hours doing the right things and I think that we're, we're doing a great job there having a mix of playing and practice and knowing how to help every golfer on our team develop what they need to develop. So I think during my three years, almost four now, we've been doing a great job of that and it's been a good mix. I mean, it's also a benefit having the golf course as close as we have. So we can go, we're able to go out and play and practice between classes if we want to and stuff like that. So there's a lot of things coming together to create a successful, successful team. Uh, and I mean, I think we have all the aspects that we need to do it. I mean, we were ranked 23rd my, my second year here, which is also like, it, it says something about the program that we have with John Crooks and Lindsay and also the players that we have here and I'll, what we're doing. I'll echo your thoughts on that golf course because we play a lot during our lunch break, mm -hmm. so I know you guys enjoy it. And Isabel, it's not only one thing to win a conference title, but then to compete in the NCAA regionals. Mm -hmm. You guys were one seat away, so close to making it to the NCAA championships last year. Mm -hmm. What does it take as a team when you get to that level to win? Obviously, at the Big South, it's a different level. But how do you win at the highest level of golf? I mean, it's a little bit of being able to play your best golf at the, at the right week. Uh, I mean, we've been close to it, but it's been like a few shots here and there that we can easily look back on. Okay, I should have done that differently or this should have happened. And during the NC regionals in, I think it was in, uh, what was it last year? Yeah, East Lansing was East one Lansing, sure. yeah. And we had some issues with the weather. So we played the second round pretty late. I think we teed off at 3 p.m. That was probably something we were not really prepared for. So I remember that it was really tough going out and play that late in the day, going into like finishing off at like 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. And I mean, everyone was tired and it was just like not the best preparation for that day. But we can, everyone can easily look back and see where they could have saved a couple of shots. So I, mean, I don't, we're just not coming into the NCAA regionals as in the best shape we could have. But I don't, I mean, we have the game to do it. I know that. As a competitor, do you still think about those moments as you gear up for the spring? I definitely do. I always think back of tournaments or practice session or just practice rounds and see okay where can I save shots or where can I get better and I always try to save stats on what, what I'm when I'm playing to see where I can develop if it's putting or short game then I'm trying to see okay how do I come into the best possible shape in this tournament I mean you can always learn from past experience and I mean Rory McIlroy did a pretty good statement yesterday going into the Masters just starting today that he would have never been where he is today if he wouldn't have gone through all the downs that he has gone through in his career that's what made him succeed as well so it's I think it's important to look back on past experience to see what we can develop not only look at the bad things of course but try to see it from a positive perspective and see how you can develop as a golfer so growing up in Sweden, you mm -hmm. had the pleasure of rooting for Annika Sorenstam, yeah. the eight-time LPGA champion. How did she motivate you as a golfer growing up? I mean, she's always, she has done a lot of great things, and she was a good golfer. She played with the guys, and I had the, I was fortunate to play the Annika Invitational two times in Sweden, and she was always there, and she did her clinics and stuff, and it's just impressive to see that she still has it. Like she's doing this clinic where she, she's standing on the range hitting 
wedges to her husband who catches them in a baseball glove. So, I mean, she's just, I don't know, she's one of a kind. And just to look at her and see what she's done and what she has what she was able to succeed and accomplish in the game of golf is just impressive in itself. So just looking at her is impressive. And you get motivated by that and to see that, okay, she was able to accomplish that, then why shouldn't I be? If I just put in the right amount of hours and the right practice and such. Obviously this team has seven players between the men and women from Sweden, but it stretches out to the Philippines, to France, to Spain, all across the country. Mm -hmm. How do these cultures come together as a group? I would say it's it has actually been been pretty pretty good. I haven't seen any issues with it at all. I think it's just fun to to have a team with a lot of different cultures and you kind of you learn from each other and we always come together as a team because whenever we're on the golf course it's not really a culture because golf is so internationally spread like you can play it all around the world and there's competitions all around the world. So I haven't I've just I just think it's fun. To, to meet a lot of different people and learn about different cultures and meet a lot of new friends and people from all around the world. So it, I think it works pretty well. So Coach is doing a great job of recruiting international players. So it creates a good atmosphere. I realize Thanksgiving is an American holiday, mm -hmm. so forgive me. But if you're having a family meal in the next couple of weeks with your team, what do you bring to the table from your Swedish culture? Wow. Probably meatballs. <laughs> Me and Anna, we live together and we, we love having meatballs for dinner. So I would probably bring that to the table. I would. Isabel, this team has created so much success as a group, reaching those two straight Big South championships. What will it take to keep that success going over your final two years? Um, just keeping up the practice and playing as much as we can and also growing together as a team because I think that's an important aspect that everybody believes in each other and helps developing each other and pushes each other. I think that's important. Um, so just keeping up the practice that we've always done and competing as much as we can within the team as well, but also making sure that we're close as a team on and off the golf course. Your head coach, John Crooks, mm -hmm. said you have the toughest work ethic and the most serious demeanor of any golfer. And there's a smile. I was looking for one of those. How do you lighten up when you're not on the golf course? I've, I've gotten a lot better on that. Uh, during my injury, I was spending a lot of time working on the mental aspect of the game, trying to become a little bit easier on myself. So now I'm much better on letting go of the golf as soon as I step off the golf course. So what I like to do is just spend time with family and friends and not talk too much about golf. I mean, my dad plays golf, so when I'm home, it's, it's a lot of golf that we're talking. But I'm trying to do it from like a lighter perspective and not put too much emphasis into it. And then I just like watching Netflix and just kind of let go of golf for a little bit so I can put all my effort into when I'm on the golf course. Because otherwise it, it gets a little bit too much, so I've learned that can certainly speak to that. You grew up on a golf course. Mm -hmm. Your dad was a golfer in a country that loves golf so much in Sweden. Mm -hmm. What got you into the game of golf? Um, as I said, my dad plays golf and uh, he built a golf course together with his brother and now it is his and his wife. Um, so my dad and his wife that kind of runs the golf course now. So I mean, I have, it's just like a short wedge down to the putting green and maybe a driver down to the, to the range and the first tee is just, uh, another short wedge away. So it was kind of 
don't know, it was set out for me a little bit. But I also played soccer for a while. But then I realized that golf is definitely what, what I want to do. Um, so it's, it's kind of gone from there that I grew up there. It was always around me and I found it pretty enjoyable and fun. And I always, I like the aspect that you can never become, you can never become good enough. Like you can always become better at golf. So there's always that little competitiveness and the, the ability to always become better. So I like that. That's what I kind of find motivating as well. Well, Isabel, we're glad you chose the sport of golf. Mm -hmm. It seems to be working out for you. Yeah. And we appreciate you joining us here on this Camel Conversation. Thank you.